Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos Connected Podcast. If you are an avid listener of the podcast, you may recognize that this is a completely different day than I normally drop episodes, and this is going to be the new day. So mark your calendars. Instead of Fridays, I'm going to release episodes every Tuesday. So today, we're going to talk about timeouts. So I'm sure we all know timeouts are a common response to a child's behavior or dysregulation, especially when it's something that can be triggering for you as a parent. Maybe you were given timeouts as a child. Well, so the other day on Instagram, which you've maybe heard me say many times, but I did a poll and I was asking people if they felt like timeouts or like threatening to take something away was what they felt they had to resort to because they weren't sure what else to do amongst this behavior dysregulation. 90% of people said yes. So today I want to first explore the reality of what timeouts can bring and then go into what you can actually do instead because you do have options even though it might not feel like it, and options, in my opinion, that are better and more fruitful, especially long-term. So I've never given my child a timeout, and I don't really ever remember experiencing them as a child. Maybe I did, but I don't remember that. But I'm thinking it's usually coming from a place of just like wanting space from your child, their behavior, and recognizing that it's triggering and you don't want to lose your calm. So you send them to their room or wherever you're, you know, if you have a timeout chair or something like that. Although the idea behind it is totally valid, here's what your child is actually experiencing. And I want to say this without any shame or anything, but just as a way of bringing awareness to this perspective of your child, because I think it's very normal, you know, societally to be using timeouts and it's, I'm sure, recommended by lots of people, even professionals. And so I think All of these recommendations of behavior like management or manipulation essentially are forgetting what's actually happening in the child's mind. So I just want to bring light to that. So the child is actually learning to hold in their feelings. So while you might feel like this is helpful now, right? Like you you want them to, you know, bring them back a notch. Think about the teenage years. Are you gonna want them to come to you with their problems? If you're resorting to sending your child away to a timeout when big feelings are coming up, that's what they're going to learn to do. So as a teenager, when big feelings happen for them, when something occurs at school that is bothering them or with a friend or whatever, they're not going to be forthcoming. They're going to retreat and keep it in. Also, they're learning that you as a parent can't handle their feelings and that those feelings aren't quote unquote good. So they're recognizing, I'm starting to have this big response, these big feelings. My mom or dad or caregiver can't handle this. I'm being sent away. That is then deemed bad, and I need to stop 
um, allowing myself to have those feelings come out when I'm around this person and therefore stuffing feelings. And again, while in the moment it might feel like, you know, a small victory because your child isn't having the tantrum or whatever, long term, this is going to teach your child not to share feelings and to bottle them. And we know as I'm sure you do and I do, bottling is not good for many reasons, but you know, it can impact obviously our emotional and mental health, but eventually it can also impact our physical health if, if it gets to an extreme level. So you might be thinking, okay, well, what do I do instead? And what I'm going to share with you is actually going to boost your connection and it's going to also get you the behavioral results you're looking for. Because when we can bring connection, behavior improves. So the first thing is, instead of giving your child a timeout, give yourself one. You could say something like, I need a break to calm down. I'm going to go take some deep breaths and I'll be right back. Bonus, this teaches your child what to do when he or she is starting to get upset or like revved up. Kids learn first through modeling. So this is a big opportunity to validate that emotions are okay and healthy. It's just like our response to those emotions that can be the problem and things that you can do about them. So as you are modeling for your child, I need a break. I'm going, I'm going to take a break or I'm going to do deep breaths. Your child is witnessing this and recognizing and learning. So then when they are starting to, instead of jumping from that, like, I'm okay to the fight or flight response, as they're kind of, you know, starting to rev up, but they haven't jumped into that fight or flight response, their body and brain is recognizing I'm starting to get dysregulated. Oh yeah, when my mom gets upset, she is taking a break. She's taking deep breaths. I'm going to do that. And I have seen this time and time again with my kids when I am doing a better job of remaining controlled myself or when I can't recognizing that's normal and that's good for them to see that we are people too we have emotions that's a normal thing but there's a healthy way to go about um, dealing with them or you can go take a break with a child So if it's not a big explosion, maybe just a little snuggle or reading a book can help your child get back on track. Playing can be helpful, but if it's a full-blown meltdown or you can tell it's heading in that direction, you can practice stay listening. So if you don't know what that is, it's just simply supporting your child through the big feelings without distracting or trying to reason away. Now you might say, oh, I don't do that. I'm totally fine with my child crying or like supporting them through that. And I would say probably not. (laughs) I've had so many people say the same thing, but when you really pause and like you can do this, for example, the next time your child is crying and upset and you're sitting there listening, notice what you do. Are you able to just sit there kind of quietly and listen and allow them to have their feelings? Or are you trying to reason with them? oh, you can have a turn when he's done. Or, oh, why don't we do this? Distracting. Let's do this. And like, oh, look over here. I would venture to guess that a large majority of people are doing some of those things without even really recognizing it. So I am going to link the stay listening episode in the show notes in case you haven't listened, you don't know what it is, or you want to go back and listen again. And I'm also going to link the episode that talks about the three ways that we actually prevent our kids from having feelings. 
um, without really even knowing that's what we're doing. So hopefully that can help you kind of bring awareness. Is there something that you're doing that you're not intentionally doing? A lot of these things are just subconscious actions, reactions to what we're seeing, and we don't even realize we're doing it. So I think it's a good exercise when your child's crying to just pause for a moment and see what's coming up for you. Do you feel like you have to reason? Do you feel like you need to distract? Do you feel like you need to stop it? Or do you feel perfectly like relaxed and at ease with just sitting there and listening? So I just want to say again, before I close out that the episode, you know, about all about the timeouts and how your kids are experiencing it. If you're currently using them, there's no shame coming from this direction. Sometimes we're just doing and trying whatever we can because we need things to change, right? And some of the most recommended advice out there is to give timeouts. So I hope this gave you a fresh perspective on timeouts, plus some tangible strategies that you can take with you next time you're getting to your breaking point. I also want to mention that if you are struggling with a child who hits, kicks, throws, bites, whatever it might be, my new mini course called Chaos to Calm is out now. So if you're curious what that all involves, it might be, and if it's a good fit for you, head to the show notes and click on the link, which will bring you to a page with all of the details. And if you are feeling like, I need more than a mini course. I need step-by-step like personal interaction, specific guidance to me and my situation. Feel free to reach out to me, whether it's by email, Instagram message, whatever, and we can chat about what a coaching program package would look like for you and um, see if it's a good fit. So as always, please reach out if you have any questions, if you want to connect, or you're just curious about you know, again, the the one-on-one help that is totally customized to you and your family's needs. And I will talk to you next week. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and take me at Kaylee Josire and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.